Good afternoon and happy Tuesday. Welcome back to TLR, episode 56. As always, Joey and Isa here. Isa, I got to tell you, I'm in a good mood today because it's 3 o'clock here and the sun is beaming outside. It was like 45 degrees today. Cold, but not winter cold. So we've been lucky. It's actually rainy, cloudy, and windy here. It was 85 degrees. That's cold for us. That's cold for us, Joey. It's cold. It's cold for you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm 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 excited because we really haven't had this season in particular. Maybe three really cold days, like 30 uh, 30 degrees, and between like 30 and 35. That's been yeah. the coldest so far. Um, we had some snow flurries, but all bs i'm happy that the it's sun is out. Yeah, yeah you should be my mood is up because this the sun is out <laughs> i love that i'm the same way i function with the weather <laughs> yeah. other than that how's uh how have you been how's everything going what's new in your life i feel like i have i feel like last tuesday was so long ago but it I wasn't know. I know. I, I took a little bit of a setback. I was telling you off the air. My throat yeah. is on fire again. I haven't been able to swallow anything today. I had to carry the spray everywhere again. I don't know what happened. I do know what happened. But, um, yeah, I, my throat doesn't seem to be going away. Everything else, I feel okay. Like, I'm not congested. I'm not coughing. It's all, yeah. like, right here. But when you talk for a living, yeah, that that's inconvenient, you know. Yeah. So, but outside of that, I'm I'm okay. You know, I still haven't gotten into the Christmas spirit, so I can't get into it. Maybe this first topic we'll talk about today will help you okay. get there a little bit because okay. uh, the first topic today is about celebrities who go all out on their decorations. Did you have a chance to see the deck the the pictures in this article? Oh my God, is that Kylie Jenner's crib? Yes. That looks amazing. Yeah, Kylie Jenner. Uh, it says Ben and Je- uh, J-Lo and Ben Alflack. Their home I'm is sorry, but Jeff, Jeff Bezos' uh, house looks the same. The Osbournes, that's cute. But I mean, yeah. there's better than that outside of my neighborhood. Sofia Vergara Jim, just put some lights nice. on some trees. Kylie Jenner wins for me so far. Who is this? Kay Hudson, okay. Oh, that's crazy. Okay, Kylie Jenner has two mansions. <laughs> I like Kim's house. Kim's house is very like Kim's is cute, very classic, elegant. Like the rest of her house. Wonderland, yeah, yeah. John Legend. That just looks like a bunch of LED lights that are there all year long. Jamie Fox. So Jamie okay. Fox looks like Santa's village. Jennifer yeah, Lopez just that Jennifer Lopez decorated her house the way that I do. I have a tiny little tree on my TV stand, and that's it. Like she just put a garland on the outside of her house and was like, Merry Christmas. <laughs> I don't know if you saw this, but there's been a lot of like negative stuff coming out about JLo, how she's like rude. I used to work for her. It's all true. <laughs> <laughs> you got the T right here on TLR. No, there's people coming out saying that, like, on sets and th- different things like that, yeah. she just, like, she kind of gives you this look, like, why are you talking to her? Like, why are you, yeah. why are you bothering her? She never did that to me, but there was other people that I saw, uh, that I saw her do that, and they were part of my team, so I, I don't, you know how I am, I write for my people, yeah. so even though she wasn't that way directly towards me, I will say one thing, I had to cut a ribbon with her, and she didn't allow me to wear heels. She requested really? that I took off my heels and put on flats. Fun fact, there's your teeth. There's your teeth. She didn't want to be outshined by the diva. I was, I'm already a lot taller than her without the heels. And I'm always in heels, which you see me, which makes me yeah. a freaking giant. So, yeah, she didn't She didn't want me to wear heels. So she didn't tell me directly, but somebody pulled me aside and said, hey, when we take the photos for the ribbon cutting, can you change your shoes? Uh, here's these flats you could just throw on. Who does that? Gross. I have yeah, to wear somebody know. else's. I don't know whose shoes I ended up wearing. Somebody else threw these shoes at me. They were hideous. <laughs> I heard something about her. I, sorry to get off topic here, but we're kind of ta- we're talking about the Christmas decorations, and Jayla was part of it, and I just figured it'd come up. Um, I remember a long time ago, I heard something about uh, how 
she like she pretends to ride for her people and how she's from New York and all this stuff, but it's all kind of like a front to to have like like a like a community, but it's not real. Like she's not really like that. I go back and forth with this topic because I know when um, Maria happened, I know her and Mark Anthony did a lot to raise money for yeah. Puerto Rico, like a lot. Um, but I seen it firsthand, and I seen the stupid demands and requests that she. Now, the demands and requests that don't get to me. If you are, I told you, I call myself a diva. I'm, I know I'm high maintenance. I get it. Like if you wanna. But, like, everything had to be white, all this China. Like, it, it's, like, outrageous crazy. And you were going to host her in the space. It would cost you more just to prepare for her to be there for five minutes than yeah. what you would actually gain out of having her presence there. Like, I, she was nice to me. But I yeah. saw her not be so nice to other people. And during the time that it wasn't, like, a public appearance thing, she would go back into her trailer. Like, you know what I mean? There wasn't any kind of socialized, even though yeah. she could have gone into... We had a separate area that they had to set up for her, and she never used it. So we went, I'm telling you, we went and got all this china, these white flowers, all of this stuff, set it up to her liking. She never used her because her management also brought in a trailer. So when there was nothing that required her presence or her speaking, she would just go into her trailer and not talk to anybody. And yeah. this is in New York. This is in Brooklyn. That's how New York she is, Joey. <laughs> she didn't want to be around anybody from New York. <laughs> and we talked about it on the show before, but like, you use, you know, you use the word diva in your in your name, and you say high maintenance. I say it's you know you respect and appreciate value. There's a difference. You embrace yeah. it. I feel like there's a difference of like embracing it and like being like doing what you do and and being like a diva. Where you're kind of rude and you and you expect to be treated to a different standard. Well, I'm not that people. way. I just you're not that way. In yeah. the term of like, if you go back to the, the the days that I grew up, a diva, the way that we saw a diva is the girly girl. They're always in dresses, exactly. always in high heels. That's what yeah. I think of when you say diva. It's the yep. super extra girly girl that's just aggravatingly girly, and and. <laughs> And, but I agree with you because I think knowing your standards and I met a lot of, of girls that are tomboy, complete opposite of what I am. And I yeah. still consider them high maintenance because the shoes or sneakers are hundreds of dollars. The outfits yeah. that they're wearing are designer might not look like it. Like, you know, like even my sister gave me a pair of, I told you my, my very first pair of uh, red bottom sneakers. And they're adorable, yeah. but that's how my sister dresses. And you see her, and yeah. she's wearing her jean shorts or sneakers. Sneakers are twelve hundred dollars, but you don't know that, right? I th- that's what I think of when I think of the word diva. It's like the super girly girl, and that's me, like the lashes, the eyebrows, the nails, like that kind of thing. But it's not how I treat people, no. And I do exactly. think there's a different terms of diva when it comes to the way that some of these Hollywood girls like treated people. Yeah, there's. I know there's lists out there of. People in Hollywood who are just not the nicest people, but like to the public, they're 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 presented as like, oh, they're so they're so giving and they're so nice and this, that, the other thing. And J Lo, I feel like, is one of those people who is presented. But she does a, a lot for charity. And she does a lot for charity. Um, yeah. she so it's like who do they gotta be nice to? It's, there's still going to be different standards and different opinions of people because it's like she's giving back. She's doing all of these things. It's like, but I would never, I don't know. I think like I've been through so many up and downs in my life and I don't come from a lot and I've had a lot and I had to take it away and I get it back. Right. So when you go through it, you can't forget where you came from no matter how much you have, especially when you come from more humble beginnings, you know, that it does bother me a little bit when somebody comes from, from like a particular background like that, because it's like, you know, like materials don't mean anything. Materialistic things, they can be taken away. You can get them back. You know what I mean? So that that does bother me a little bit. And I've seen her like make some documentaries where she goes back to the Bronx. But there are stories, like you said, about how those were recorded and she didn't really interact with a lot of the people. She just filmed what she needed to film and got out. And it's just crazy to me. Like, about yeah. Bad Bunny still... Like hangs around Puerto Rico without any security. You see him at all of these spots. The pictures are always yeah. everywhere because he walks around like 
this is where he's from and he even raps about it on his songs yeah. it's like no i'm never gonna act any different when i'm in my home but i also feel like bad bunny is that type of person where it's like he's not doing things to like better his public reputation or his public mm-hmm. image he's doing it because like like he he doesn't really care like he cares right. to an extent but he cares more about like what he likes what he wants mm-hmm. right and right you know what comes from that comes from that but do you think people- that do you think that as a society we live in a society but do you think that as a society we care too much about what other people care about us or what they or what we think about them 1000% especially I don't with- care what anybody thinks about me and I think it's such an easier way to live through life yeah especially with social media and mm-hmm. uh, like if you look at like you and I we're a few years in in age uh, difference but we pretty much grew up in the same generation right like right. the like I, w- I was having this conversation the other day with with, with my dad and I, we were talking about how today people make so much more money than they did. 10 years ago. Yeah, but the expenses are also insane insane to compare to what they were 10 years ago and all that. Exactly. So because there's more money today, that means there's more available to people. Resources. Right. Uh, you know, obviously social media, everything is on a screen today. So it's kind of hard to get away from that public like image persona, I guess you can call it. Where mm-hmm. everything is put out there, you have Instagram for pictures, you have this for vid- TikTok for videos. Right. There is no way of getting like you can't hide anything. You know what I mean? So I feel like that has been a huge factor in people caring so much about what people think. Yeah, but it also not became- really, I, I I don't I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't, and I always tell people I that extent, a respectable yeah. extent. I mean, yeah, I care about what people think of my work or this or that, you know, but I I, I had this conversation with my nephews where they were like, because I think, oh, one of them told me they saw like a nasty comment on one of my videos. I was like, oh, you read those? I don't. And they were like, what? And I was like, listen, I have my own way of functioning through being a content creator. And sometimes you got to filter things out and ignore them. But yeah, I, I just, I, I think that we also got to comfortable with oversharing things and, and opinions and, and we got way too comfortable with telling people that they're wrong when it's just oh, nobody an opinion technically speaking is not wrong like yeah. it's, it's an opinion it's, it's still the own person you can disagree but your opinion isn't wrong neither is mine because to me that's the right call you know what I mean and, and we yeah. become so comfortable with oversharing on social media and we become way too comfortable with just telling people oh you're wrong without even like there's always a debate I saw like that meme that said I posted today. I don't like oranges, and somebody replied, "What did oranges ever do to you?" Or why, you know? And it's true. It's like it's like what? So I it's sad though because I don't share like I don't post as much as I used to anymore. Yeah, and, and I think a lot of it has to do because social media is just like it went from something really fun, a fun way to reconnect to everything to either like you have Twitter where everybody's just arguing, Instagram where everybody's just faking their lives. And TikTok, I love it, but it's just too addictive. Like I don't, I can't get on TikTok because then I just waste so many hours. And then I'm like, where did my time go? Did I spend an hour crawling to freaking TikTok? Yes, I did. So I find it so evil. Like I only open it when I know I have nothing to do right now. I'm finding, like, I'm starting to dislike TikTok. I feel yeah. like there's so much stupid crap on there that like keeps coming and up. drama and i'm like it's worse that people say that and twitter is a repetitive video repetitive yeah. videos that people just copy paste copy paste because Come they on. see one go viral and everybody starts doing the exact same trend and it's just and then you stop to watch one and then that's all your for you page i will say my for you page on tiktok has been a little bit of a myth lately which was never the case I could scroll through my For You page and love every video. And recently, I don't know if I screwed it up watching different things, but I haven't gotten recommended. Like now, I've been going to my friend's tab. You know what I mean? Like instead of going to, and I just go to people that I follow, see what they posted, like 
my friend, my best friend calls it a like attack when I just go in there and like all oh, the stuff that she posts. Or she'll be like, I just like that video from two weeks ago. I was like, I don't open, I literally, I don't even use TikTok to edit my TikToks. I edit them in. Yeah. So I just come in, upload, and get out. Well, Otherwise, get I'll get stuck in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, but I feel like when social media, unfortunately, I'm old, so I remember when everything started being created, MySpace was so cool, the stupid coding. We were all coding experts, and yeah. you had your top eight. It was always a status thing, though, because of the top eight, right? But yeah, top eight, top five, top 12. Basically, like, I remember you playing yeah. your music and people trying to figure out who you were talking to because, you know, you're changing your music based on your mood. Yeah. And, and it was fun, and Facebook was only for, remember, for remember AIL, a- AIM? Yeah, oh my god, I had MSN Messenger. MSN Messenger was the best. And you yeah. would like log out and log back in so the person you wanted to talk to you will see. Yeah. Yep. Or you like you leave like uh, you leave a little message that says I'm away right now and you yeah. leave like a little riddle for people to figure out like I like this yeah. girl. Uh, you know. Yeah, but like then it just became weird. You know, I used to love Twitter. I used to love wrestling Twitter. Back in like 2015, 2016, it was fun. It felt like a small niche and it was weird. I don't know where it went wrong, but I posted a tweet yesterday where I was it was just a bunch of laughing emojis because I was like, you people take Twitter way too seriously. Like you have a real life outside of this app. Like what is going on? <laughs> We've talked about it before on the show plenty of times, but like the biggest issue that makes all of this stuff happen is that people there are blurred lines now between fact and opinion like yeah me, like if i if i go tweet right now john cena is the greatest wrestler of all time he's the goat i am sure there'll be at least two people that attack me how could you like john cena no 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 no, no. he's doing this he's never done that he's doing it. that's an opinion but if i go say John Cena. John Cena has won 16 world championships in his career. But yeah, if you start speaking with numbers, yes, I made a comment fact. yesterday and somebody sent me a nasty email because, um, first of all, I was like, you must be new here. I didn't respond, but I was like, you must be new here because <laughs> you know, I'm very, here. my, my, my watch alongs are very, they're so tired. You know what I mean? Like I talk a lot of crap, but then, um, I said something about, because that CM Punk and Rollins, I know we're not wrestling, but that CM Punk and Rollins segment was everything. And and somebody said something about not Roman, about him going after Roman. I was like, he's not beating Roman. I said, just, I said something like, he just got pinned by Ricky Stark. He's not going to freaking beat Roman, right? And people got offended, but I wasn't lying. A month ago, he was getting pinned by everybody on Collision. I know this is a different run and a different company, yeah. but I'm speaking facts. CM Punk run in AEW. Was ass like he didn't have a he didn't have a five star he didn't do it. I liked his match with Samoa Joe, his last one at All In. I thought that was a really good match. He had a great dancing partner as well, and his feud with MJF is my favorite thing AEW has ever done. But like they sent me a last email, and I'm over here like, bro, I didn't speak any lies. Like look at the look at the stats. Look at how many times he got yeah. pinned. I'm saying. People are acting like CM Punk needs to come in and be protected. Well, he was putting people over in AEW. What makes you think he's not going to be doing the same thing here? I don't think he's beating Seth. Not on the first try. But anyways, the whole point to that is that I made a joke. And it turned into me getting a nasty email about what I said. Which, in, whether, whether I was being sarcastic or not, it was a fact. Joey, Ricky Starks did beat CM Punk recently on Collision. <laughs> I can't even say anything because it happened. But I'm laughing as I say it. If you if you if you were in the live stream, you see the chat, we're all joking. And somehow that offended someone. And that's what I mean. It's like I don't even want to say anything because you don't know who's gonna get offended. And then if you back it up with numbers or facts, what I know, especially on wrestling Twitter, is I don't start insulting you as a person or your looks. Or something like, oh, you're just a virgin nerd in your mom's basement. What the hell does that have to do with the fact that I just proved you wrong? Yeah. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? And it's just like when they when it gets personal, I hate it because I am a big advocate of stuff stereotyping fans or people. Like it's not. I have met a lot of incredible people through wrestling, all wrestling fans. 
wrestling fans travel. They all have this replica belts. Like we spend money. Yeah. And for people to act like they're just a bunch of virgins living at their moms, I'm like, they're not. I have met so many cool freaking people. Yeah. Like, give it a chance. So when people start stereotyping wrestling fans and it's another wrestling fan. That drives me crazy because I shouldn't we be together? We already have the world against us. Why are yeah. we not trying to go against each other? Like, none of this makes sense. The, see, none of it that, makes sense. And we're not trying to go on a wrestling right here, but I remember like yeah. during the attitude era, like being in the crowd. Yeah. Whether you were wearing a DX shirt, a Stone Cold shirt, or the Rock shirt, we people were there to be there and enjoy wwe they were there to enjoy pro wrestling if you like the rock cool the rock is great if you like stone cold great the stone cold is great we it doesn't make you a bad person for liking either or or both and i'm not comparing the eras don't get me wrong but we are back in a space where all of us could have a different favorite and they could all be main eventers. You could like Cody. I could like Roman. You could like Punk. You could like Rollins. All of these guys deserve to main event WrestleMania. And it's fun. It's fun to have that much talent on the roster. And somehow we're all attacking each other. And like that, I'm telling you, I feel like we're all like gotten so much worried with who's right and what people think and all that. And we forget to just have fun. And to me, that's just crazy. Like, yeah, yeah, Choco just said it. We used to tell people to suck it and laugh at each other. You know what I mean? And I just, I just miss those days. And it's funny too, because you go to an event and I don't know how much you get because your content, I find your content wholesome and enjoyable. But when you, when you start being sarcastic or being very strong in your opinion, especially of Roman Reigns, you get a lot of hate. And when I go to the events in person, never a negative interaction which makes you wonder maybe these really are maybe twitter really is full of the basement people and then you tell them and then you tell them twitter is the least used social media there is like just because you got an opinion on twitter and your twitter went viral it doesn't mean anything ain't nobody on twitter boy (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) (sighs) but listen you can't tell them that they all get sensitive (laughs) There's so much I want to say. Say it. Say it. So, I'm about influence on Joey. I'm too no filter. I bring that out in him. We, we've had these discussions in person, on the phone, yeah. here, whatever. Social, I, I, I do, like, my job is, like, social media, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I utilize it for my wrestling stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Twitter is... Nothing. 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 Twitter is nothing. Uh, you want to make money doing social media? Get yourself on TikTok. Get yourself on Instagram. You want to make you want to make a you want to make a career a living? Get on YouTube. I think YouTube. Uh, actually, YouTube. Twitter is not much unless you're. Uh, yeah, Twitter is not profitable. Twitter, Twitter might fall apart soon. Wake up based on what we're seeing. You must do with it, honestly. Twitter is where someone says, I like dogs. The other one says, I like cats. They fight and fight and fight. But at the end of the day, you all like pets. So, like, yeah. who cares? You know that I... Really? that I, uh, We all love our animals. Do you know that I block Wade Barrett because one time he tweeted he doesn't like dogs? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah. Instagram doesn't mean I don't know. TikTok now is just a giant TikTok shop ad. That's what's ruined TikTok for me, honestly. The TikTok shop and the ads for it, and I get it. Everybody's trying to make their money, but the videos all look the same. Oh, I want to put this selfie like for nighttime videos. Oh my god, look how good it goes! Here's the link. Go get you one. Like that's not even a creative way to get me to sell the product. That if you want to sell a product on TikTok, you need to be creative with your video. Just you reviewing it, I can watch that on YouTube. Like be like, go out of your way. You know what I mean? Like, don't act like you're selling the product. TikTok changes so often. TikTok mm-hmm. changes daily that it's mm-hmm. so difficult to it's so difficult to like build a brand. Like if you are already established, if you are already, you know, a Josh Richards in TikTok, you're a, a Northwest 
Kardashian. You are somebody like that. You can get on TikTok right now and get millions of followers overnight. It doesn't matter what you post, how long you post, what you post about, what you're selling, what you're not selling. You're going to have a following. But if you're someone like us who is trying to build a following and you go on TikTok, it's damn near impossible unless you make viral videos. I I struggle with TikTok. And I shared this with you because you're very smart and you got TikTok figured out. But I struggle be- with TikTok because my first few videos that went viral were Bad Bunny videos. So when I post Bad Bunny content, oh my God, I get all the likes, I get all the comments. But yeah. when I started transitioning that into wrestling, because I never meant for those videos to, I got to a point where I'm not there yet, but I'm able to post a little bit about Puerto Rico, something funny, something wrestling, yeah. you know what I mean? And and I get, yeah, but it also like, you got to get blessed by the algorithm gods because like, it depends on what time you post. It might get viewed, nobody might see it. Like it's crazy. Yeah. TikTok is a whole different ball game but i had that problem where it was like at the beginning i was like great i have an audience on tiktok they don't care about wrestling in my own the only audience that i have is a wrestling audience you know yeah. but but at least hey on tiktok i'm the bad bunny girl so i'll take it <laughs> you're the bad bunny girl and you're the roman reigns girl you got a yeah you're, oh you're everybody's girl <laughs> i had i had a i had a oh my god sheldon just became and you know you remember yeah. thank you so much sheldon the professor don't the forget. professor See, the, I've professor. Got, the professor has taught me that I, I, he's taught me the name. That's I've got the it down professor. there. Got, okay, yeah, good. I, good, good. I gave him that name, so I'm proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> Shout but out yeah, to TikTok is, is just a mess. And I just like, at some point, I just posted for fun. Um, I posted the other day, like, the the thinking selection of my outfit that I wore Saturday night and a lot of people ended up liking that so I might do more get ready with me or outfits of the day but yeah, yeah I feel like every day I gotta figure out a new ball game with TikTok it's hilarious it's like what am I gonna post on there now is it gonna get views is it gonna just freaking flop I don't know let's see <laughs> can't go you the the one platform that you will never go wrong with is where we are live now and that's YouTube yeah, and they pay Did the you most. see? I know you have topics, but the, yeah, especially if you're a streamer, um, the ad revenue is not the shorts don't pay anything, but it's so easy to go viral and get followers and subscribers from the shorts. Yes, but shorts the short are a marketing. Of, yeah, YouTube needs to figure out shorts because when I look at the breakdown of YouTube pay, shorts is like here's ten cents, and it's like, why am I posting? You know? Well, let me tell you this. <laughs> I'll tell you this. Speaking of the ad revenue, mm-hmm. there's a YouTuber who monthly does 150 million views. Mm-hmm. Monthly, only on shorts. He don't. He just does shorts. How much money do you think he made? He makes per month from 150 million. Ten thousand. Uh, he makes 20 grand a month. Okay. From 150 million views. Take a regular video like Mr. Beast, put 150 million views on that, and they're they're banking. You know how much money <laughs> 150 million views per month on long form content would get you? Triple that. Yeah, you're a millionaire. Four times if you that. Can, you, if you can, I think people become billionaires on YouTube with just regular content. Um. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that YouTube is getting better with the stream because I know you have topics, but I wanted to talk about. Do you see the mess with Twitch? Oh, go ahead, Irene. We have yeah, we, we got a, a super chat from the professor Sheldon. Uh, it says, "I just hey. want to say, in this day and age, our herd mentality is real. You want to be in the majority, whether it is right or wrong. One thousand percent. People I'm don't want to me either, but people are scared to speak their opinion because they don't want to be outcasted. They just follow yeah. everybody because they want to." you know, follow the status quo and, and, and be in the majority and feel like they're a part of something opposed to, I might get hate for this, but opposed to being the CM Punk of their, you know, the guy that kind of- I don't, I'd rather you know, be the CM Punk. Like, I don't want to follow a herd into something that I don't, I want to create, I want to form my own opinions. Yeah. Um. But I wanted to ask you about, thank you so much, Professor, for the yes, super chat in the membership. Much. We appreciate your support, not just over on my channel, but over here as well. Um, did you see the mess with Twitch and the girls with their titties? Um, 
I saw something like that. I saw it on Twitter. I saw other people doing it on Twitter. I saw someone I, I know doing it on Twitter. Um, I just like, I'm, I'm, I don't like that. I don't like that because I am, you know, I have an adult platform that I post content as well, OnlyFans. And if I want to stream something like that, I personally will go to OnlyFans for that. Hey, yeah. I have I have followers. And I get it because on Twitch, it's easier to find you if you don't have followers. But a lot of the people that are doing it have a following. Go to a different platform with that kind of content. Because all you got to do is post the same. I'm live on Twitch. I'm live on Only, OnlyFans. Allows you to, OnlyFans allows you to stream. Yeah. It allows people, viewers, to tip. The same way that if you're streaming on Twitch, right? Yeah. Like... I think, hey, I love titties. <laughs> Clip it. <laughs> Clip it. Hey. I love titties. I but love <laughs> not on a platform where kids go to watch people play video games. Yeah. I actually not don't. Not a platform where kids go, period. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm the queen of do you. I post this kind of content, so I feel like I'm kind of allowed to speak, to at least tell you what I think yeah. about it. I never, I barely even talk about my OnlyFans unless somebody in the chat brings it into my stream because yeah. that's not the platform and the place for that. You know what I mean? And I just feel like, no, I just, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't know how. The hot tubs, I didn't mind. You're in a, in a bathing suit, this and that, but <laughs> shut up, dude. But the red, it's like, it's good. getting too much. And if you, you got Dylan. on there, thank you, Dylan. If you got on there, and you started doing the same thing. You can't see it, but they're like jingling to make the noise, right? Yeah. If some dude got in there and started playing Helicopter D and jingling it and you can't see it, you guys would get banned. You know you would. Yeah. I would love to see that. <laughs> <laughs> Clip it! <laughs> the pause. And you were like, you debated it. You're like, I would like to do that. Why you like running into a tree where I do it too? Anyway, I, I thought that I thought that we had lost all hope for live streaming with the NPC streams on TikTok and Twitch was like, uh, hold my beer. No. We got jingle titties. Yeah. Well, speaking of like uncomfortable, weird like things to see on social okay. media or streaming, I want to talk about uh, I don't know if you saw the clip on TikTok or anywhere else. Um, you can see it in the in the article. Okay. I want to talk about how Drew Barrymore had Oprah on her show and was caressing her while oh talking to her. Like like doing this to her arms and like holding her hand like like to her like it was it was for me I was like I would have pulled my hand away and be like what the hell? It was very like weird to watch, and fans were cringing about it. I think Isa, I think you're you're muted. I said I haven't even seen the. I didn't press play. It's just the thumbnail, and she's just like grabbing her arm like this. I would have yeah. slapped her. It and they were having like a heart to heart conversation, but it was like, why? Like just look at the way that Drew Barrymore is sitting. Like she's she looks like she wants to like eat her. Like she's just like. Too like whoa like if I was invited onto a show and the host was acting like that, I'd be taken aback. Oprah says that she she was totally down for Drew Barrymore's caressing, even if some fans were cringing. <laughs> I I have mixed feelings about Oprah. I feel like Oprah is always politically correct, Fake and that. I don't think she would ever. <laughs> say- I don't I don't think Oprah would ever come out and be like, I felt uncomfortable. She probably said after, like, I didn't like that, but like it's Drew Barrymore, so you're you're just gonna you're gonna be nice about it. Like she turned it around and said, like, it's nice to be like uh like treated with like such emotion. I don't know what the hell she said, but like she flat out don't said touch like, me. don't effing touch me. Don't effing touch me. <laughs> she said it was comforting and like more people should like be comforting like that. And I'm like, imagine you and I were doing this show and we're in, we're, we're sitting next to each other on the couch doing this show. And I have your hand like this. And my other hand is just like rubbing your arm like this. And I'm like talking to you, like looking you dead in the eyes. You'd be like, Joey, this isn't OnlyFans. Like, what are you doing? 
Uh, yeah, Joey, buy me a drink first. <laughs> Let's put Applebee's first. <laughs> Come on, at least give me my chicken wrap first. You know, it was it was. You have to you have to see the clip. It's on, I I saw it a couple days ago on TikTok. I didn't know it was become a thing, um, but it did. And I feel like Oprah is always going to give you the right answer. Very Cody yes. Rose. <laughs> you know, like very, very like whatever. Cody Rose. I very um, Cody Rose. I will feel uncomfortable, especially because the subject that they were talking about is like about Oprah's significant other, how long they've been together. He's never proposed. They've never gotten married. And he said, like, that's none of your problem. First of all, if I have Oprah money, I marry nobody. You're not going to take half of my money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a terrible person. I know it, but I am marrying him. Data? <laughs> Exactly, no, because like the, 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 the person with the money in this relationship is Oprah. If you love me, you love me. But no, in all seriousness, right? So I don't come off that, 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 so I don't come off so awfully. I told you how I feel about marriage. I think it's paperwork. I, yeah. when I'm in a relationship, it, yes, I got it is. You. It's work. Yeah, no, if I'm in a relationship, I got you, you got me. We're partners, we're gonna make each other better. I don't need a paper or a ring to prove that. Exactly. You know what I, I mean? That's just the way that I feel. So people put in pressure and <clears throat> like, I, I, I'm just tired of the pressure that society put on women to get married or to have kids. Like whatever the hell happened, we, we don't want to, there are women out there that don't want to get married and don't want to have kids. Trust me. Doesn't mean I like don't want to be in a relationship. Just mean I don't want to get married. I'll have a fake wedding just to wear a cute dress. <laughs> but we're not signing nothing. Shoot. Do a wedding yeah, photo shoot and just yeah. like Right, <laughs> but um, but yeah, the, the like if I and you're like caressing, you're like your husband needs to step up as you're caressing, or he needs to propose over there, like what or what you're gonna, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it was weird. It's weird. Yeah, I don't even I don't even think like a parent would do that to their child. Like it just it was. Oh, there's some weird parents out there, Tom Brady. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Samantha says. Um, Hi, everyone. I'm at work. Supposed to be working. But if you have been living with him for that long, half is his married or not. What do you think about that? <laughs> he ain't getting out alive then. <laughs> <laughs> You're stuck with me forever. <laughs> I would feel like... So, like, Samantha says, like, half is his married or not. Like, you have to be a really good person to do that. Because I don't mm -hmm. think the average person would be like, oh, you know, we've been together for whatever, how long, like half is yours, honey. When it when things fall apart in a relationship, not saying they always do, but what, but if and when they, they do. do, they do. When? When they <laughs> yeah. do. It's never like, uh, oh, you'll just take half, I'll take half and we'll walk away. It gets nasty and people are out for every, they're out for blood. You know, I so love that's that she what brought up Kirk and Goldie. They're the perfect example of a couple yeah. that made it without getting married. They're great. People love yeah. them, you know. But um, I would assume in this situation and based on how many years you've been together, there is a sit down, it's fall apart. Yeah. You keep this house. I keep because I would never let somebody that own I a house about. together. You know, that's what I was gonna say. They own multiple houses. Which one yeah. do you want to keep? Keep this car, keep this. I'm gonna keep this. But you also had to at least admit who the main breadwinner is at that exactly. particular point exactly. and understand that that person can walk away without leaving you anything. But I wouldn't, I would, I, I personally, my morals wouldn't allow me to just leave somebody out dry where we have money and we have properties that we could split evenly, yeah. you know, but, yeah. um, but there's like a lot of marriages out there. Like look at, um, the guy from Amazon, didn't his wife walk away with billions on the divorce? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she did. I don't know. I, so maybe Oprah's in no hurry to get married, but the, you don't. I, I, to me, it looks uncomfortable. I don't think she will say that she will be uncomfortable. I don't see Oprah just putting, like, throwing Drew very more. Because you can tell they're good friends. Yes. Not only did Drew feel comfortable doing that to her, but Oprah showed up at her show and Oprah just doesn't do any booking. So they must yeah. be really good friends. I've seen. Drew Barrymore, not that exact thing, but I've seen her do something similar to other people on her show. Like I've, I've seen her like get on the floor, take her shoes off and like sit like on her knees like that and hold hands with somebody. I understand the idea. The idea is you're, 
she's trying to so when the viewer is watching that they think that they are getting an emotional moment uh it's it's building that comfort to make the guests feel more comfortable to open up i understand that but sometimes i'm not opening it, up to the never been kissed girl In this particular situation, Oprah looked weirdly uncomfortable. And then at one point, you see her take her hand back and start using her hand to kind of like avoid being caressed. To slap her? Dress. I don't wow. know. I if that was me, I would know. I would. I, would, I wouldn't know what to do. It's just. It was weird. It was weird to watch. Yeah. No. I wouldn't. I. I don't. Not a problem with people my- who like that. But well, not I'm not. I'm not my family makes fun of me. Like my own family, who I adore. I will, I will kill for my nephews. Okay, and they, they will hug me to make me uncomfortable because they know how uncomfortable will make me. They'll like mess with me and be like, "Go give her a hug. Watch her. Watch her tense up as soon yeah. as you give her a hug." Like I'm just not that kind of that person. Not I'm not a cuddler. Yeah. yeah, like even. <laughs> Even at night, like even with my significant other, when I was like back, you know, in my last relationship, we lived together and everything. Yeah, we can hug, but as soon as I'm going to sleep, get get off of me. Don't touch me. Like I'm not a cuddler. Like I'm just a don't touch me kind of person. So that would drive me absolutely crazy. I got to give a shout out to Dylan for that last comment. I saw that. (laughs) More cooked than a piece of of meat at Southern Barbie. (laughs) That's terrible. That's terrible, bro. But he's Let's not wrong. About- he's not wrong. No, he's not lady's wrong. Lady's in Hollywood since she was like five. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about this next topic. Uh, I don't know how I feel about it, um, but okay. it's Kanye West in the headlines again. Mm-hmm. I guess he's preparing for another album. I don't know if you got a chance to see the article, um, but he looks like he is wearing – a hood that is related to a triple K group. Um, Why does he have to do things like this? I didn't see this yet. I woke up because obviously my algorithm that to the fact that Bad Bunny is going to be featured on his album. And I was like, my two goats. Like, I don't yeah. know what I'm going to do with myself when this song comes out. I hadn't seen this. this Kanye is a marketing mm-hmm. genius, whether you like it or not. He's going to yeah. make headlines. You're going to hear when he wants you to know he's putting out something he'll make sure you know well there's a part two to this headline that i want to get into because i don't really want to honestly he's a genius i don't want to talk about kanye anymore i don't think he deserves it for for doing like like this come on like we're living in a time right now i miss the old kanye i miss the real kanye (laughs) anyway (laughs) but back to your scheduled programming uh, you know, I just feel like I, I've lost so much respect for him for the things that he's done, especially in a time yeah. where we're seeing like what we're seeing happen with Israel overseas. Like you should not be doing this. You know what I mean? There's just so many things that you could be doing differently. Um, but regardless, I want to talk, let's talk about part two. I didn't add it here. Um, but there is, uh, a feature on this album by Northwest. Did you yeah. see that? Yeah. Yep. I'm so She's excited. Got a on a song. Let me tell you, this girl, 10 years old, not whatever old she is, she is the future of entertainment and I think social media. Yeah, but unfortunately, he's a little Kanye. She's a little Kanye. And yes, she is. I saw a video <laughs> of her. And Kim had her there. And it's really funny because you can tell that that's Kim's best friend. And Kim actually really yeah. cares about her opinion. And there's yeah. a clip that went viral in which Kim was trying on one of her Met Gala looks, the pearl dress. And she was and like, no, too many pearls. She was like, you don't want my opinion on that. And I was yeah. like, yo, she's Kanye. She's Kanye. Because that's what Kanye would do. And she was like, why? She's like, it's ugly. looks cheap. And I was like, yeah. the she designer had- is right there. The designer is behind Kim. And she's like, yeah. it looks cheap. And I was like. Yep. I, I just saw I saw a mini Kanye West and I was like, and you can tell that I don't think it's a Kim thing. I think they have a good relationship. I think that Kim can't stop this girl from saying what she thinks. She is her dad. Actually, in the article, 
I don't, it wasn't, they didn't see her there. Chicago and Saint were there, but she wasn't there at the Kanye album release thing last night. Uh, Which is North crazy Carolina? because, yeah, it says she wasn't. Um, so they must yeah, have something going on. They weren't in town because Saint and Chicago were there. So there was another video that I saw that she was there and she was on stage dancing with him. Okay. While they're playing her verse. Also, maybe this is like an, like I need an updated one then. Yeah. Yeah. But um, um, yeah, she is literally little Kanye, and I hope that at some point somebody like teaches her how to hold back because yeah. that's that's it's the little... thing that. That I, he says because back in the day he would say some crazy shit, but it was entertaining. But it wasn't crossing lines. It wasn't disrespectful. You know what I mean? But then it got too much, and I just I don't want her to be like that. <laughs> yeah, I watched but, one of the last episodes of um, the Kardashian show on Hulu, and that was mm-hmm. in the episode. And she was basically just—I don't know if she was trying to be like sarcastic and funny. Cause she's got that sense of like, she, like there's one part of the episode where Kim's talking to her and she's like, I don't know what's wrong with this kid. And then you, it, it, the clip goes to uh, North and she's eating a full onion, like an apple. <laughs> and then she's breathing all over Kim and Kim's like, that's gross. And she's like, like you could see, like, she's just, she's her just, dad. she's just herself. Like she doesn't, yeah. she doesn't care. She's very like, you know, I don't know. And then it goes to I that. How do you feel about all of these kids? Like, because now we saw Beyonce's daughter, um, you know, doing the dancing. Like, I, I yeah. like that. I feel like these kids are going to be in the limelight regardless, just because of the parents that they have. So why not give them the opportunity to explore their creativity early? And did yeah. you see, like, Beyonce's movie, uh, I guess, uh, Blue talks about how her first performance wasn't what she expected. And then Beyonce yeah. was heartbroken because the internet kind of crapped all over her, but it made Blue yeah. work harder to make sure that she nailed that routine and nobody would talk crap anymore. So I, I, do you think they're too young, or do you think that at some age you should start teaching them because they're going to be in the limelight regardless just because their parents are so freaking famous? For them, I don't think it matters what age because, <clears throat> like, for example, Blue has been in the limelight since she was born. Same thing with mm-hmm. North. There's no way around it. Their parents are just too famous. They're too, part, they're too big parts of, of our culture that aren't going away anytime soon. Um, you know, around the eight, 10 years old, 11 years old, I remember I started to really hone in on my creativity as a, as a teenager, you start to like see things differently and whatnot. So maybe that's why you're, they're starting to do it now. Um, the biggest thing for me is, is it forced or is it a natural transition because the kid is interested? I feel like you can tell when it's forced. And I'll give you an example. We'll go back to our beloved Kardashian kids, Mason. He, you don't see him anywhere anymore. That Did was you see forced. A, the he never... Yeah, he's so he big. look like him. <laughs> Doesn't yeah, like but he looked miserable in every time they would put him in the Kardashian show. Yeah. And North or Blue, they don't look that way. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like eventually, then when they get old enough, and now because of so many crappy YouTubers, blogger families, now they're making laws for these kids too. So I feel like at some point they're going to get to an age where they're going to be like, no, you don't have to. I don't have to be on your show. I don't have to do these things. And they'll make their own choices because we all did live with our parents at one point where we thought we wanted to make a choice and we couldn't. But I do think that, I don't think that at least with Blue and Northy, I don't think that's forced. I, I, I remember Mason to me always felt like he didn't want to be there. And look, he doesn't want to be a part of anything like that anymore. I thought the first video that ever came out of Blue dancing at Beyonce's show, it looked forced. She had this stone face and she was doing this routine as if, She's, it's been like ingrained in her, in her brain and she didn't look like she was having a good time. She just stood there and just did the routine and walked away. To me, that looked forced. The most I recent think she was one, nervous and too focused on getting it right. The most recent one, she looked natural. She flipped her hair. She had personality. Yeah. You saw the charisma. Completely different than the first time. And I feel it's like, very hard when it comes to dancing to like, I, I think yeah. there's so many steps and so many things and you can screw up because if you miss a step, you're going to like, it's going to throw yeah. you off for the rest of the dance. Like you're just so focused. And at that age, I used, I told you I did ballroom dancing at that yeah. age. You're just so focused on getting the, the dance right. 
and you're yeah. not thinking about how your face is going. You learn that you do learn about that because that's that's a big part of them. Make sure you're smiling. I remember my dance partners like smile, and I'm like, I just twisted my ankle. I don't want to smile. But it's a part of it. You're not thinking of these things because you just want to nail the dance. So I could imagine at her age and with that pressure, I'm just talking a little ballroom dance competition in Puerto Rico. She's in front of thousands of people. Her mom is Beyonce. I cannot imagine the pressure that she felt that first time. Well, staying on the topic of feeling pressure as a young kid uh, to grow up in an industry like this, I think this is the perfect transition to talk about Amanda Bynes. Yeah. We haven't talked about her in a while. She's been gone for a little bit been gone for a little while did you know she, she recently started a podcast that's kind of how she no, came everybody back everybody has a podcast joey yeah don't we all it's you know true. <laughs> but she uh she came back into the spotlight started a podcast this article in particular uh is talking about how she had plastic surgery on her eyelids um mm-hmm. but that's not really the part that's like wow to me the picture of her with blue Eyebrows, eyebrows and yeah. like this like mullet style hair she's got going on with the heart tattoo on her face and the pier- do you boo boo you know whatever you want to do but like damn yeah <laughs> you know like she she's been through it she has been through it and i think that um I actually looked into that surgery for myself and I'm very shocked when I saw the headline because I was like, um, my doctor told me that he recommends because I have, it's what you call a hooded eyelid, right? So your eye kind of like hoods over your, yeah, I I actually started getting it recently. So, but I had it as little, but he told me, he's like, your skin, obviously, as you get older, is going to sag even more and more. So he suggests that if you're going to do it, if you, if it's not like a, because you got to remember, we talked about this with Megan Fox. Uh, surgery doesn't fix a complex that you have or an inner way that you see yourself, right? You might yeah. still get it. Your eye might look the way you want, and you'll find something else to nitpick at. But he told me yeah. that the reason why he recommended you do it as late as possible is because um, it will happen again, and then you have to get it done again for the skin that will roll like later on when mm-hmm. you start like wrinkling and all that. So, But, yeah, I looked into that surgery, and... It's like pretty funny because that's the reason why I get my lashes done is to make my eyes look bigger because they're hooded yeah. and it's hard to get look, do like a makeup look. So I don't blame her. I just think she's very young. I think yeah. she's very young and there's other ways to make your eyes pop nowadays. Like back when I looked into this, like lashes extensions were in a thing. Like there wasn't a lot of ways to make your eyes pop without like a makeup look, right? Yeah. And I just like, based on a very good, it was in New York, good plastic surgeon that I spoke to that he was like, hey, if I had it my way, I will wait until you're on your later like 50s. That's when I start doing that kind of surgery on people. Yeah. But I get it if it's something that like really bothers you. So she's yeah. younger than me. And I'm like, okay, but maybe she's just like, it was bothering him. Like, like I know that that could come like to a point where it's like affecting your eyesight too. Like there yeah. are like different ways that that happens. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know the whole story, but if it's for like a, if it was for like a beauty improvement, yeah. I was told when I looked into it to get it a, a little bit later that I was kind of like on the younger side to be getting in. I don't know. The last time that we, we had, we talked about her on the show is when she, had a psychotic break or something like that. Yeah, she was, was running like, around naked or something. Mm-hmm. Roaming the streets of Los Angeles, and she was, like, locked up or something. I don't know. Something like that. Crazy. Yeah, she might um, – I mean, I don't know what's going on with her as far as that goes. I know she was under a conservatorship as well. I yeah. think she she needs to be, you know, based yeah. on the things that we heard. But she goes through this – Periods of times where she's normal, living a normal life in New York. I remember you wouldn't hear anything about her. Next thing you know, she will get into all this trouble, have a break, get locked up, and then we do it all over again. Maybe yep. the podcast will help her like get some of this energy and, and thoughts out that she might need to get out. Um, I just don't know. I like not for nothing, but I don't take a lot of medication outside of like my stomach medications, right? Yeah. And last week they gave me this cough syrup with codeine. And I couldn't function. And sometimes I wonder, like, some of these people are taking, like, crazy medications. How can you sit down and talk on a podcast without, like, feeling, like, all droopy in space? 
Yeah. You know, like it just makes you wonder because I would assume that just like Britney, they still had to consume certain medications to be able to function on a yeah. daily basis. Yeah, and then they also become immune to it. Where like that yeah, feeling of being messed up is their normal. That's the opiate uh, disaster in America right now. Is that people mm-hmm. keep taking them, then the next thing you know, you gotta start taking ten a days because two are not doing anything. Yeah, it's a it's a mess. Like I I don't I listen. I could talk about that for days, but it's just a topic that I, I hate. I hate. I hate pill addictions. Yeah. Uh, Ethan, anything uh anything new you watched this week anything new going on in your life anything no outside of wrestling no i had an event on saturday so i didn't really get a lot of time off and i was trying to catch up from not feeling well last week and now i'm back to not being able to swallow so i don't know what's going on did you when you started feeling better, Joey? Did you have like a couple of days where you were like, "Oh wow, I'm, back I'm good," and then and you took like a step back again? Yep. <laughs> okay, so it's not just me. Last week when we were, oh. when we were doing the show, I was having one of those days where I was like, "No way, am I sick again?" Or like, "What was happening?" I don't know what was happening, but it was back. And forth. I'm still honestly, I'm still fighting to get back to normal. I've had this brain fog that I've been trying yeah. to get rid of, and it's it's finally starting to like get back to normal, but. I just like, I don't know. I just like, I was feeling better. And then after this morning, I woke up and like my throat is in constant pain. It's not even on fire. It's just pain. Last week, it was like on fire. Today, it's just pain. And I'm like, what is going on? I thought I was all better now. It's but the, I guess. It's, uh, the acidic acid. Yeah. yeah. It's annoying. Yeah. But anyways, we'll get all better. But I haven't had time to watch anything. I've been keeping up with the challenge. Survivor, obviously. It's been actually a great season of Survivor. Um, and of course, I think wrestling is so hot right now that I'm just very happy to be covering it. It's, it's a fun time to be a wrestling fan, man. Really is like fan. I feel like I said I tweeted it out a few weeks ago, and I was like, this this tweet deserves more credit than it got. 2023 is like a fantasy booked year. Yeah. <laughs> if you look at the matches that we've gotten this year, but also like. Edge goes to AEW. CM Punk goes to WWE. Like, this is a fantasy booked year. Like, this is like, this was not supposed to happen. And it this all is that you can't, you can't, you can't script this kind of moment, but they happen all freaking year long. Like, I was just thinking because I'm working on making like a, like a YouTube rewind for my channel of my own year yeah. and all that. And I was like, I just went back to start getting some clips and I'm like January the year started with Sammy saying turning on Roman which was such a huge moment and it just never let off the gas so you know yeah I don't I tell people I'm like I don't have time to watch a lot of other things yeah but I'm not I'm not upset at it you know wrestling does take a lot of my time but right now it's so good that I'm not gonna complain because we had a couple really crappy years 2015 2017 like there was some years that I don't know what the hell they were doing so I'm just happy to be in a a good part on a good time (laughs) I'm very excited um tomorrow night I'm going to a screening of the Iron Claw I can't wait to see it don't spoil it but let me know how it is it's gonna be heartbreaking you know that right Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it all. I've heard so many good things. It's going to be heartbreaking. I try to tell people, I'm like, the trailer, if you're not a wrestling fan and you don't know the story, doesn't tell you how sad the movie is going to be. Like, you got to be prepared to cry, man. (laughs) Yeah. So next week, I don't know if you want to talk about it. We can talk about next week. I don't know when it comes out. Well, we can talk about it once it comes out because I'll be seeing it. Yeah. When it I'm gonna. That's how. That's one. You know, I don't make the trip to the theater often, but that's one that I, I will either. see when it comes out. Yep. When I was told about this, I was like, "All right, yes." Like, yeah. And the trailer looks like they really did it justice. So I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing how they tell that story because it's such a sad story to tell. How do you do it justice? Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're gonna be in AEW tomorrow. I know. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. And did you know, did you, or did you hear about how MJF's part kind of got like cut from the movie? No. Yeah. I know he played Lance Van, Van Eric. I do know that, that he's playing the fake, the one that was a fake Von Eric. I know yeah. that's what he played. They, they like cut it out of the, I don't know what they did, but he got like, I don't know. Wow. Cut from the movie. His lines are, he doesn't have any lines or anything like that. He's just there. 
I don't know. Do you see that picture of, I like NJF, you know, he's my favorite thing in AEW. Well, right now, as of right now, I'm enjoying Christian Cage a little bit more, but NJF yeah, is my do. favorite thing to come out of AEW. Like, if you tell me you can only steal one person, I would always say MJF, right? But yeah. I saw a picture of him next to Baron Corbin, and boy, did he look small. And it, it reminded me how tiny these AEW guys are compared to WWE. And I don't want to get into the argument. I'm past that. I think everybody can wrestle. I like wrestling for everybody, but He's their worship, and he just looks so tiny next to, like, Cena and Corbin and all that. And I'm like, will he get lost in the shuffle? Like, that's a real question. How do you not get lost in the shuffle in WWE if he not- was to come? I don't think – I think he resigned, if I'm being honest with you. But he would look – like – I don't know, because I, I think I can't wait to see Jay when she debuts because she looks so impressive over there. But WWE has big, muscular women. You have Charlotte Flair, you have Bianca, you have Rhea. Like over there, she just looked impressive because nobody looked like her. So I want to see how they book her to make her stand out. I feel like it will be a challenge with MJF. MJF in WWE, I don't know if that would work because. First off, there are so, and you said it before, there are so many main event level talents right now where, like, I wouldn't even call anybody up from NXT because there's no room. There's absolutely no room. Yeah, until they say that Melo's the one fighting in the tournament. And now this is your extra bonus five minutes of wrestling talk on TLR. Yeah, they, they say Melo, and I'm like, now I want Melo to win the whole thing because Melo and Logan Paul would slap. Yeah, but here's the thing. You bring up Carmelo Hayes. He's not top talent. He's not top level on SmackDown. He no, is an NXT. Right. He is an NXT. I think he's I think he's above. I don't think he's at Roman's level, but I think he's above a lot of people in, in SmackDown. SmackDown is not as entertaining as 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 he used to be. I think Raw is the show the A plus show again right now. It is right now. Um, but actually, like, with Punk choosing to go to Raw because you you play the game for two weeks of where's Randy gonna go? Away? I, I oh yeah, I forgot they have Randy. I will put Carmelo Hayes on the three or four spot on SmackDown after Roman after Randy. Um, I'm sorry, I I told you the LA Knight to me, I don't see it. I see why people love him, but I don't see him as a top talent. So yeah. I I I will put Melo. I I think Melo's better than LA Knight. I said what I said. <laughs> I don't know. If they brought up Braun Breaker right now, he wouldn't do anything. But I Maybe thought I'm... it would make more sense for Braun Breaker to come up because he doesn't have any storylines. And Melo is involved in the in the trick storyline. I mean, yeah. he kind of beat Lexus King, which makes me wonder what are we going to do with that? It's that horrible yeah. beard. He's meant to lose until he fixes his facial hair. But anyways, <laughs> the whole point, so we can wrap it up, is it's a fun time to be a wrestling fan, but for me, that's Four nights of the week when there's no PLE, and I typically have events here in Puerto Rico on the weekend. So we're talking five nights a week. So it's like, okay, so that leaves me with two nights a week. I don't want to watch anything. Like I use one day to run errands and one day to see my family. So I have, I, it's very hard to have a life when you cover wrestling, you know, like, and it is what it is. I could go on a whole, you, I know you were going to make a video for content creator, but I was like, I could go on a whole, like, I don't think people understand how long it takes you to get up and edit a clip to post on YouTube and then edit your TikTok and then edit your Instagram picture. That's like five hours of words in every word that I have to post. Yeah. So it's like, then after that, you go to the gym, you eat, and next thing you know, it's time to get ready to to stream. So it's like, yeah. Living the life of a pro wrestler. (laughs) Yeah, I don't have a life, but I don't have a problem because I'm having fun. There was periods of times where it was like, how am I going to make it through this watch alone? This show sucks. You know, how am I going to stay entertaining? Now yeah. it's fun to just see everybody be excited to talk about it. Well, now that we're wrapping up the show, I'm excited. The sun is still out here, Isa. I love it. It's almost Go get tacos. I'm going exact. I saw. I want to make <laughs> reference to it because I, I I read the chat the whole show while we're doing the show. Shout out to Ricky. See, we are doing our job as influencers because I think I influenced Ricky because at the beginning of the show he commented he's like. Happy Taco Tuesday, Isa and Joey. And the Taco Tuesday reference popped me, and I skipped over it because we were doing so many things. But shout out to Ricky for that comment because it is Taco Tuesday, and after we're done here, you best believe my ass is walking to get tacos because Taco Tuesday. 
Yeah, and you can enjoy the red, what's left of the sun before it goes away. So yes, I want to thank everybody that was in the chat too. Like we had a lot of interaction in the chat today. Thank you guys. Yeah, you guys, you guys, honestly, without you guys, Issa and I would just be talking to ourselves, which we love to do. But like having that engagement, having that third party come in and, and really elevate the show, it's really awesome to have the chat. And uh, shout out to shout out to Sheldon, the professor. Uh, for the the membership, but also the super chat and the show today, uh, you guys are just awesome. Any last words, Issa? No, that's all I have to say. Always a blast talking to you every Tuesday, Joey. It's my favorite time. Yes, I love I love talking to you. I love everything that we get to do together. And in, uh, in a in a month or so, look at that! Look at that! You look at that. I love that. Wait, is that a thing? Could I do that? Are you? What the hell is happening here? Only you can. Are you on a? Are you on a? What are you using to stream? What do you mean? A PC or a Mac? Mac. You should be able to do it. Is it updated? Yeah, should be. You should be able to do it. I was uh, told that I don't. I do it because it's it's a Mac. Ah. Uh, it's like you. I paid all this money. I paid all this money for this computer so I could get hearts on my stream. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be seeing each other very soon because January is coming up very quickly. And if any of you are in town, let's just say the end of January in St. Petersburg or Tampa, you will be invited. Well, maybe you'll be invited. The chat, 1,000% are invited. 1,000%. We're going to have a birthday. We're going to celebrate our birthday one way or another. We're going to figure out. We both have January birthdays, so why not throw ourselves a party? It's going to be at Applebee's. <laughs> That honestly might be the best thing. It will make so much sense. We'll get free drinks from Applebee's for our birthday. We get the blue ones that we got in, in Detroit. Yes. The rock. You got one. the rock one. And I can't remember what I got, but those were good. They were good. I, that's that's my go-to when I go to Applebee's. So good. All right. Let's anyway, wrap it up so you can get yeah. your tacos. Yes. Uh, thank you guys for another great show. Episode 56. We'll see you next week. For episode 57, Isa, thank you as always. And uh, we'll see you next week. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Click the subscribe button and find out what it means to me. Nah, that doesn't have a ring to it. But if you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, subscribe now.